Hey all, Tony here. We recorded this episode before the passing of the Great Stanley. On behalf of myself, Al, Alicia, and the rest of the Marvel community, I wanted to say thank you to Stan for everything he's created and the impact he's had on all of our lives. Stan, you're already deeply missed. Excelsior. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Alicia Thayer. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarina, and in this episode we are covering part two of Avengers Age of Ultron, in which... Uh, go ahead, Al. <laughs> <laughs> in which uh, we talk about the start of the fight of the Incredible Hulk versus the Invincible Iron Man, and we go all the way to what is essentially two-thirds of the movie, to when uh, the Vision appears and convinces everyone he's worthy enough to be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. I actually wrote uh, this time because I forgot how our format goes for some reason. I was like, it begins with Bruce and Tony have a minor disagreement and ends with the Avengers making a new friend. Literally. <laughs> we, we are both really bad at this. <laughs> yes. yes. But so much fun, though. <laughs> Uh, alrighty. So yeah, let's go ahead and uh, jump into this. So um, like we've already said twice, <laughs> we start with the big old fight uh, in the city. Uh, Stark calls down Veronica. He gets some Hulkbuster armor and him and the Hulk just uh, Which was go amazing. at it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so I got a question for you guys. Do you think that Wanda just made Bruce turn into the Hulk like through powers or did she give him a vision that freaked him out? I don't we know. It's did, yeah, yeah. Didn't okay. we talk about this last week? Like last time we had this conversation. I, which know, has I think we barely us, touched on it. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I always assumed that she just made him angry or something. But I mean, it's a good point, right? Like she has to have done something to him mentally to convince him. But but mm -hmm. what? Like, Good question. you'll never have your own solo movie again. And then he raged <laughs> out. <laughs> Terrible. But true. Uh. Or, or it could have been um, the opposite of that. You're going to get another solo movie, but you won't play Banner. Oh, <laughs> that's not nice. I like, I like him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But that's the worst of all possible worlds. That's it. <laughs> uh, so, yes. so um, about Veronica. First of all, it's mm -hmm. obvious. It's a re uh, reference to um, I almost said Riverdale, but the original thing, the Archie comics, because uh, Betty and Veronica were enemies or rivals in that comic, 
and then Betty uh-huh. is um is Bruce's ex girlfriend, I guess, even though I guess they broke up. Or he's cheating on her hardcore. <laughs> wow. But yeah. But um like this and then the calm down thing that uh Natasha does with them. The lullaby? I, yeah, the lullaby. How do they practice that without, you know, Tony and Natasha potentially being I wondered to the same <laughs> crap. I was like, wait, what? What? No? How did you even know? No. Yeah, yeah because once Okay, it- wait, wait. Sorry, I just forgot to gotta jump in. This feels like deja vu. Are you sure we didn't actually talk about this a month ago? Oh, I'm I mean, pretty sure we talked, about, we, this talked about, we probably talked about the lullaby. <laughs> okay, all right, okay. I'm just just sure making sure. About the lullaby. <laughs> all right. But yeah, okay, we'll we'll move on to something go else. On, go on. Uh, Tony oh. doing his own lullaby, telling uh, Hulk to go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. And it doesn't really work. Yeah, he spits out teeth and like, I'm just sorry. makes him mad. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think th- I I swear to goodness that is my favorite scene in almost the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, just watching them fight and just Tony be like, "Go to sleep, go to sleep," and then be like, "Oh, I I screwed up. I screwed up bad." Oh yeah, this is my favorite <laughs> hero versus hero fight that we have in the MCU. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go go ahead. Oh yeah, no. I was just gonna say, like, 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 I didn't think about it until just now. What you two were saying, but like, Stark is genuinely scared fighting. Like, I don't think he's ever act like we've ever seen him full on scared in a fight before. Like, this is him. Like, oh, I guess we'll find out if we can take on the Hulk. Uh oh. Yeah. yeah um, <laughs> well, he also sleep. has a good deep respect for the Hulk and it considers him friend. So mm-hmm. the fact that he has to do this is probably like hard for him too. Yeah. Um he's also been on the he's seen the Hulk take out a Leviathan in one punch. He knows Accurate. how probably <laughs> screwed he is. <laughs> That's true. Well, especially because he he um he didn't call down Veronica until he found out the entire team was down. Like, this wasn't uh-huh. he immediately did. Like, he found mm-hmm. out, oh, the Hulk is loose. Oh, and the team is down. All right, well, it's time to call down Veronica. Yeah. So, like, he definitely knows it's just him. Have you guys ever seen the Ultimate Avengers uh, animated movie? No. I did many years ago. Yeah, it's pretty much, it's like an adaptation of the Ultimate comics, the first um avengers story in that but it's pretty much uh the all the avengers trying to take down the hulk and it took all of them to take him down including ant-man and the wasp who aren't part of this um yeah so i and then these avengers right now um even if they were healthy i don't think any of them maybe thor i mean we know thor can take down the hulk or take (laughs) on the hulk he can definitely hold his own. Yep, and win. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> he, like, I, how would it go down if all the Avengers were up against the Hulk? Do you think it would be more destruction, less destruction? How do you think it would happen? Minus the Hulkbuster suit. Uh, I... Not good. <laughs> <laughs> actually i think it would have gone better 
Right. I mean, one of the the issues in this scene was, you know, um, Stark really wanted to get Hulk out away from the city, and he was trying, mm-hmm. but the Hulk yeah, was. was doing a bunch of stuff to to not do that. And like, I, I assume with a team of people, right, all the Avengers right there trying to do stuff, they they probably would have been able to. Like, I imagine it would have at least gone better for people in the area. Yeah, that's potential. Yeah, and. I mean, we know someone with Captain America level powers we saw in the Incredible Hulk movie can at least go toe to toe with the Hulk for a little while. Until he gets kicked in the chest. Well, yeah, and breaks <laughs> all of his bones. <laughs> oh. Every single one. Uh, ow. So Cap, Cap one on one, not great. Hawkeye one on one. Oh, I have to do that. <laughs> ah, it wasn't me. Yeah. Yet. <laughs> Hey, I carefully censored myself earlier. <laughs> yeah. We're seven minutes into recording. Eight. Eight minutes. All right, fine. Still wasn't me. <laughs> it was second with seven, but eight's totally acceptable. <laughs> That's true. It's the golden number. Yeah. It is? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, so when the battle's over... Uh, you see that Hulk is just like he's remorseful because he the vision wears off, and I feel like he really is. It's not just like him calming down because we know in the next movie he shows up in that he is becoming intelligent. Mm-hmm. Well, we also see like Bruce is just like curled up and just not okay with things. Oh yeah, I mean this is his his worst nightmare, which worst might nightmare have, basically. Which- yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the vision that Wanda gave him. <laughs> oh, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Hard to say. But yeah, I mean that was that is exactly like what was leading up to it, right? Even the the flight outside of the first scene when they uh, took on that Hydra base at the beginning of the movie, like that was like he was scared or he was unhappy. He took down bad guys. Like. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. like way worse than that. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, a couple other things I wanted to point out about this fight. Um, the Hulk uh, was using cars as weapons again, like which is exactly mm-hmm. what happened during the Hulk movie. I like that where he was using them as boxing gloves. Yeah, uh, he didn't do it this time. He like at least threw him at Iron Man and then punched through the car, but he was still using the car as the weapon. So he he remembers how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, did he do that earlier in the movie? And did I miss that? Maybe the using- first scene cars yes he used either a humvee or a tank in that one shot at the <laughs> beginning of the movie somebody yeah tossed <laughs> I it. Think it was a I tank. Think he, he tossed a humvee at a tank i think that's what he did okay okay <laughs> uh so the other the other cool thing that i liked about this scene was the hulkbuster armor that armor mm-hmm. was amazing oh, oh yeah veronica stuff it like, was very pretty yeah the I think my favorite part was the the amount of detail in the fact that it takes so long for the armor to actually end up on Iron Man because he mm-hmm. calls it in one scene and then a couple of minutes goes by and like in the in the actual scene like he's doing stuff he's fighting he's like flying over to where the Hulk is and then you know after those couple of minutes there's still stuff being added on at the end like it takes a while oh yeah we veronica to show up i like this is a cool soup scene especially as soon as he gets his arm attached that sonic boom punch with each other is probably one of the greatest stills in the mcu Uh um 
Hey, do you guys remember back in Iron Man 3, before this movie came out, people thought that uh, kind of bulky armor was the Hulkbuster? Yes. And we were so lo- wrong because Hulk would have smashed it with his fist if he went oh, up yeah, against him in that. He would have murdered it. I don't remember it, but it sounds... <laughs> but I would believe it. Yeah. Yeah, he would have. Right it was like it, a significantly like smaller him. version of, like, significantly smaller version of the Hulkbuster armor. It was just, I think it was a meant to be a stronger armor. Yeah. But it, it definitely was not the Hulkbuster. It was not Veronica. Um, so, um, Tony, before he gets all the Hulkbuster, he has this, like, containment unit that he puts the Hulk in. This, like, box. Right. And it um, didn't go all the way underneath of him, by the way. Thank you. That was, was what like, I was going to say. <laughs> like, why would you not do that? You think he can't get out from underneath of that? Seriously. I know. That was going to be my point. It was just like, what? what why can't you put a, a floor? A ground? Come on. Right? You're smarter it's than this, like this, this seems. This seems like a very big oversight. <laughs> yeah. So. No, I agree with you there. That That was... That was very foolish <laughs> yeah but all in all good scene good fight at least oh yeah, yeah. great for fight us watching <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed it mm-hmm. all right anyone have anything else to say about this before we move it on nope. mm, no no oh uh tony using the elevator as a weapon First of all, taking care to save all the Going people, up. and then using all the elevator as weapons. <laughs> I like it. All right, yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so the next scene after this was the flight after the fight. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone is feeling very, very demoralized after that big loss. Yeah, no one is happy. Uh, someone's a li- maybe not happy, but there is a bright side. With Jarvis dead, Hawkeye got a promotion to co-pilot. Or to autopilot. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yep. Um, so actually, during this scene, um, Hawkeye used a phrase that I had to look up. Uh, he said, I forgot who he was talking to. It might have been Stark. But he said, uh, if you want to get some kip, now's a good time. Have, have either of you ever heard that phrase, kip? No, yeah, it's it's basically for yeah. sleep. You'd basically saying if you want to get some yep. sh- quick shut eye. Yeah, it's it's a British term. I had to find that. Is are they implying that Hawkeye is British, or maybe no. he just spent a lot of time out there doing? Uh, certain, I believe, certain terms like that transfer military. It's it's something the huh. uh, military is used to. Oh, really? yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I think out of the Avengers, second to Captain America, Hawkeye is like the most all-American guy. He's like the most stereotypical American before we find out about his family, you know, kind of consummate bachelor, doesn't care about anything, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we're implying he's British, but Alicia's right. He probably has worked with British agents, you know, like Fitz and Simmons. That's a good point. Maybe. I love Fitz and probably Simmons. Not. Yeah, I miss them. We'll go back to them <laughs> soon. Good. <laughs> <laughs> only a few weeks away mm-hmm. <laughs> all right so um anyway after everyone gets some kip um they all land at the hawk house the hawk the house, house. <laughs> a lot of people have <laughs> lot first of all it's the nest that's where hawks live mm-hmm. oh, all right. 
Yep. And then, um, yeah, true. this is a big problem for a lot of people that Hawkeye has a family. Yeah. I mean, I do have a, um, I do have a problem with it because one of my favorite runs in comics is uh, Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run. Mm-hmm. where it's pretty much Hawkeye being a bachelor in New York between Avengers missions and just him trying to go it alone when he doesn't have awesome powers. It's it's really like tongue-in-cheek kind of silly uh, comic book that we'll never get because he has a family in this. Aww. Unless they're all dusted and we get a miniseries because they're doing those miniseries with people who don't have their own movies. Mm. And then, then I'll be happy, so happy when Hawkeye's sad, <laughs> oh. or a prequel. Like people keep talking about prequels happening, and I really hope they don't happen. But that that could happen. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, prequels have to happen, especially with if they do those miniseries, because otherwise it will just be Loki's rotting corpse. So <laughs> we have to do go before that. <laughs> that's true yeah (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um another thing about the barton farm is uh hulk or not hulk thor pretty much leaves immediately which really disappoints me because after that i want to see thor (laughs) just hang around with little kids (laughs) i just i just love the fact that he steps on that toy and goes uh I don't scoot, believe scoot, here. scoot, scoot, hide. <laughs> he doesn't even like try to be well, like. Well, I mean, well, no, no, it makes sense, right? Like he he just stepped on a Lego, which is probably the most pain he has ever felt in his life. <laughs> I have been and defeated. He needed to leave so no one saw him cry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, those Asgardian boots are no good for Legos. <laughs> That's right. They're really just there to, to help with the cold. Uh, everything else just goes right through. Yep. They're like sheepskin on the bottom. I'm sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you two think the lives are like for this family? Like, are they living completely off the grid in like a rural area? Oh, yeah. Or, or, are, they, or are they like just in like a like the countryside kind of area and the kids still go to school. They just have to walk up a little bit to get to a bus stop. Like, what, what do you think it's like for them? I see, I'm not sure because first of all, th- um, his wife would be driven completely insane by being stuck there with two and soon to be three kids all by herself all the time. So yeah. I feel sorry for her. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah, that that can't be fair at all. Like no. unless she really wants that. Yeah. But even then, that's that's hard. But they have all these modern amenities, and they can't have like. Amazon driving out to there because that puts you right back on the grid. So they must be within driving distance of a town. I'm I'm not sure how this this type of thing would work. Me neither. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. And we see that in the one of the last scenes of the movie, so skipping way far ahead, we see the kids reading a uh, diary of Wimpy Kid, which is. You guys don't hang out with eight-year-olds, but it's super popular amongst the kids. <laughs> I know what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, I've seen commercials for the movies. Okay, so you guys are up on it. Um, <laughs> so, but so are these kids. It's not like they're sheltered and just reading. I don't know, Little House on the Prairie or stuff that mom and dad brought them that they know. Uh-huh. <laughs> their their fingers on the pulse of pop culture. 
They're probably real into superheroes. <laughs> that wouldn't surprise me with the uh, fact that their dad basically is one. I don't know. I said that kind of jokingly because I think, you know, how cool is your dad's job to you? It's normal to you. So My maybe they're teacher. the only kids. Yeah, the awesomest job. No. <laughs> For me as a child, it was not. I hated no. it because I was always at school even when school ended. And you yeah. couldn't do anything without my parents knowing. No. It was terrible. No, that I mean, that's hard. None of our parents have like super awesome jobs. So, <laughs> well, do do you think um, the hawk son ever mm-hmm. like got into an argument with other kids in the school ground, and he was like, "My dad could beat up your dad." And then he like starts divulging all this information. So then they had to move or something. <laughs> or like times. maybe that's why they don't go to hey. school. They're like, you know what? This might happen. So let's just homeschool them. Yeah. Well, it's true. Especially with the baby on the way. That baby's going to talk. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Eventually. Not not right away. I know how babies work. <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't just come out singing and dancing. It has like a little cane. Uh, I think in my mind, for some reason, it was tap dancing. But anyway, oh, yeah. then, it's, then it talks at the end. <laughs> that would be weird. Sure, that's not how the babies work. <laughs> no, that that is how babies work. But they sing the whole time. They don't talk. So you really? are completely Where? accurate. Where did the tap dancing shoes come from? The cane, obviously, I know, but the shoes. <laughs> well, um, that's actually the point of the nurse in the hospital is to put those shoes right on there, slide them right on. Oh. Okay, you got to protect the little baby feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're fresh. I mean, dancing is really hard on baby feet. They haven't done anything yet. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so back to the Barton farm. Okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so after they like get there and you know have landed and everything, and Thor leaves and all this stuff, and we get all these questions. Now everyone's just kind of resting for. Some amount of time. I'm not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we get a, a couple of things that happen. So first up, we have Hawkeye and... And I never actually thought of a, a name. Laura. Hawkwife? I, I wanted a cooler name. Laura. Laura. Okay. Uh, Hawkeye and Laura. Uh, basically <laughs> not foreshadow. A name. That's a normal name. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, yeah. but that's her actual name. Don't worry. Hawkeye I'm looking Hawk up on Laura. my phone what you call a female hawk. Don't worry, guys. I'm, I'm on this. <laughs> Okay. And the the next question is once you have that is is she really good at vision like cuz obviously he has hawk eyes but does she have like hawk talons? I I don't know what hawks are good at um, other than their eyes. I'm a, actually not even sure their eyes are that good. They are actually really a good. Female, a female hawk is called okay. a formal. F O R M E L. Formal? Formal? Mhm. So she is formal I. Great. I don't, I don't think that's better. All right. So anyway, what was your question? <laughs> I was distracted because I was looking up what a female hawk was. <laughs> oh, I was just trying to think of a name. Anyway, uh, <laughs> the the basically the the topic is um, uh, them two talking about basically the foreshadowing of him dying, right? Because yeah. that's kind of what they're leading up to, which we all know doesn't happen at the right. end, but. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, yeah I, I mean, Joss Whedon has said in, like, interviews and commentaries that he wanted everyone to expect Hawkeye to die. 
Which, that would be disappointing if he died, because he's barely done anything. It would be like if a character showed up for one movie just to die. Right. That would be really disappointing. <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Uh-huh. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, especially because he Wait, was Wait, didn't so cool we technically movie, already get right? that like, with Groot? Technically, but his baby Groot. To, yes, he's dead, but no one considers him dead. Right. It right. doesn't emotionally impact you. Like, uh, say, if, like, Wanda died or her brother maybe died, that would suck. <laughs> so, <laughs> Or Vision, right? Or if Vision, he shows up yeah. At the end. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Yep. That, would, that would be terrible. Yep. Exactly. I <laughs> <laughs> hope that doesn't happen. All right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so moving on to the next thing, Natasha and Banner are chatting. Yeah, here's another uh, thing that chatting? makes people angry. Oh. <laughs> it's like I don't know that <laughs> chatting's the right word for that. Flirting, flirting, making like confessions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this scene was a little weird to me because Natasha is like super into Banner. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm like a lot more than we ever really see any emotion out of her in any of the previous movies we've ever seen her in. Yes. And I was kind of wondering, is this her or is this like some kind of weird after effect of Scarlet Witch? Like, did she really scare her or something or, or what? Uh, It might be. She's thinking about her emotions and her fears. So it might be, it's her, but it's her being more honest than she usually is. Maybe I was going to say she was hitting on them at the party. Yeah, but she was she was flirting with him and she liked him, but she's what Al's saying is she's being more honest than she's ever been. She usually is that kind of flippant, joking person when mm-hmm. people are trying to be serious with her. Well yeah, but they we just had the, uh, uh, the very terrible battle where everybody's mind got mm-hmm. with Haha. Ah, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> But you did make it past eight I minutes, did. so you're good. Yeah, I made you it. Did. Wait, how many minutes did I make it? <laughs> twenty-five. Woo-hoo! We're at twenty-five. I made it at least three times as much as you did. <laughs> yes, this is true. Had to think. Had to think for a second. But that is true. All right. What? So this is um, another um very de- divisive topic of Bruce and Nat. Some people hate it, and people other people are like, eh, "It's okay." What do you guys feel about this uh, their relationship? I, I, I just didn't care. It's not something I wanted to see because I hate when they toss love stories into everything. Uh, it mm-hmm. just wasn't something I thought needed to be there. Uh, but honestly, I didn't give a crap on whether or not it was Natasha and Bruce or Natasha and somebody else. I just didn't care for it in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, how about you, Al? I, I didn't really care either way. I So... One of the things like about this story, the, this part of the story, is that how much it divulges from like the comic book canon, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a similar thing with with the Hawk House and everything else too. Um, like when when they change it and it's bad, that's when I don't like it. But when they change it and it's at least okay or not stupid or it's especially if it's good, then I'm in. So really, I didn't care. Because this wasn't bad. It didn't like detract from the storyline. Yeah. Um, disagreeing with Alicia right now, actually. I didn't think that it was a lot of a, like a th- just throwing in a random love story type of thing. Because it kind of feels like 
you know, one of the, the things that we were talking about last week was um, this is an Avengers team and they've all been working together for a long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. And so they've they've probably had other flirty stuff and mm-hmm. Banner probably just didn't notice uh, because apparently he didn't notice, yeah. I think, when Steve was uh, awkwardly uh, watching mm-hmm. them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Steve the Creeper. Yeah, we know. <laughs> no, I, I actually do kind of have a problem with this because... Um, I don't think we need I'm like almost Alicia's point we don't need a romantic story with Natasha no. just because at this point she's the only female character right. doesn't mean she needs to be involved with any of the other exactly I, I, I'm totally fine with Wanda and Vision because from their inception right here they they get the googly eyes in the third part so but there's there's very little hint at this in the first Avengers movie, and I don't think it really. I, I think it's pointless. I don't like it. <laughs> I think they need to expand, bring back Betty, or think of another romantic person for Natasha, or no romance for Natasha. Sorry, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. But do we want to get to the true romance of uh, Tony and Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about some some chopping wood, yeah. <laughs> uh. So we get this uh pretty much trailer for Civil War uh, of Tony and Steve disagreeing with each other. Right. Yeah. Um I I like uh Steve's line like every time people try to end a war before it starts people die cuz in history and in Civil War or, I mean, in Winter Soldier, it's true. Every preemptive site <laughs> strike goes pretty poorly or starts a bigger war. That's true. It's really hard to argue with him there. Yeah, because like, he's, he's Captain like, America. Like, <laughs> that's true. It's really hard to argue with him on that, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the only person who can like, be always... Captain America in like morality maybe is Superman. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, but, like... Uh, I always hate it so much when I like so very much agree with a uh, like a character like oh obviously Stark you wanted to do this stuff you wanted to um, you know be the the good guy stopping all these things like alien invasions and stuff right you wanted to to have that force field protecting us from you know those things yeah but then at the same time then there's Cap like yeah obviously it ended badly I could have told you that like ah oh, damn it he's right. <laughs> so you you're feeling like uh, Steve's just rubbing it in Tony's face? <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Like, yeah, I get. Like, yeah, well, maybe I didn't actually think about it until you mentioned it just now. I was just like saying exactly like like I was thinking like, oh yeah, I totally agree with Stark. And then then there, there's and there's Cap. Like, could have told you that wasn't gonna work, right? Damn it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> then um yeah, also uh I'd be just as concerned about of Tony um about Steve stealing from his pile. I feel like <laughs> that's a big Did you see the size of their piles? Cap is like two times as big as uh Stark's. Right. <laughs> Don't steal. It's like, dude, uh Don't. what? <laughs> 
Don't take from my pile. He'll, <laughs> he'll still get to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's got like two minutes and then he's done with that pile. That's true. <laughs> I mean, we see that he doesn't even need an axe. He rips it apart with his bare hands. <laughs> I mean, eventually he's going to get splinter, so he doesn't want to do that very much. It's really just for effect. That's true. I can rip you in half. Which he Why? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> so after that happens, um, after the wood chopping competition, basically, um, Stark meets a good old friend in in the barn. Oh yeah, the deer, the John Deer. Yeah, yep, he even says hello. Actually, hello, I got really excited that he said hello, dear, and I realized this time for the first time it's a pun because it's a John Deere tractor. <laughs> like ah, uh, same here, <laughs> <laughs> Tony. You're so clever. <laughs> I don't know how many times I've watched that movie, but yes, I was in the same position. <laughs> this was the first time I realized exactly what happened. Yeah. <laughs> and Alicia, did you realize this like day one? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <sighs> and then i like um uh nick fury suddenly materializing in his line right. do me a favor and don't bring it to life <laughs> <laughs> oh he has to have been holding that onto that one for a while <laughs> well how long has he been hiding down there you can't sneak to the um place because there's like emptiness all around the farm i think tony and stark would have or tony and steve would have seen him like running from the woods to the um to the uh, barn <laughs> well this probably means that um oh we never thought of a, a kick-ass name for her. anyway this probably means that laurel helped him so now that i'm thinking about this i kind of think laurel was probably a shield agent and maybe that's how she and hawkeye met and so because she also was the uh the messenger to go get stark to talk to fury right so she probably knew him and all this stuff mm -hmm. yeah it's possible we know next to nothing about laura actually and and i've never realized that or cared about that before so i guess this podcast is working <laughs> yeah yeah oh, there you go we know that she is the mother of at a minimum bi sorry biological mother of a minimum of one person probably three <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's the extent have, of what we know we have no empirical <laughs> proof she gave birth to the first two because we were not there when she was pregnant you are right actually untrue Al they could have put the baby she's pregnant with up for adoption and adopted a boy just to screw with uh, Natasha because that's she thought terrible. it was a girl so we have no proof we have no idea who she's <laughs> parents to <laughs> well well, I mean, it's it's all comic book-ish kind of base, so yeah, in like 30 years or in 10 years when they need a retcon some kind of story, yeah, that probably is exactly what happened yep. 10 years from now oh, when they write that movie. That's sad, that's <laughs> 10 true. years ago. <laughs> 10 years from now, three years in the past from now. I'm very confused. Yep. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so Stark and Fury talking. Mm -hmm. um, so he, so Stark says um directly to fury um and i'm quoting him here maria hill called you was she ever not working for absolutely you absolutely not um so this kind of goes <laughs> yeah, so this kind of goes back to the conversation we had like a couple weeks ago or some number of weeks ago um <laughs> when i was asking 
when do you think the team learns or the Avengers learn that Coulson's alive? Because I, I assume at some don't. point they learn. Maybe maybe Banner doesn't, but I'm pretty sure the others do. Just because... I don't think so. I don't think I, so. Really? Uh, all right. Do you... I, this is, here's the reasons why. Um, mm-hmm. Cap and Tony would both feel really betrayed, mm-hmm. and Tony would tell everybody, and Cap would find it very indignant. He would never listen to Fury again, ever. Yeah, he would kick him out right now. <laughs> this would be <laughs> not. This conversation would not be happening. Um, I think. Thor might be the same reaction. They wouldn't trust any information about the scepter or anything because you can't trust Fury because the guy who united the team, they manipulated him, especially since they brought him back to life. Uh, mm-hmm. Natasha would have been there on Coulson's team because I think they're really good friends, and I would like to see May and her like headbutting against each All other. Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. I think the only one who wouldn't, well, maybe would have cared, but not made a big deal about it would be Hawkeye and Banner. <laughs> but I think okay. with so many other big personalities, if everyone knew or majority of them knew, there'd be big problems. So kind of changing the topic a little bit, but talking about it just because we're here talking about uh, um, Coulson and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so Lady Sif has worked with Coulson twice. Yes. Um, and we don't see her ever again so far in the MCU, like mm-hmm. as of now in 2018. Um, but Thor at the end of this movie goes back to maybe Asgard. Not really. I, not a hundred percent sure. Do you think he ever runs into Lady Sif? We he's like, don't yeah, know. Hey, what have you been up to while I've been gone? I, I, Cause that's possible. Yeah, but uh, Coulson specifically asked in the first episode she was in for her not to tell Thor because he wants to tell Thor himself. Oh, really? I yeah. don't remember this. I, I, oh. He specifically asked her not to do that like right before she heimed all the way. Heimed all the way. All right, well, cool. Okay, I'll trust you then. <laughs> all right. Well, that's it for me on that conversation. I don't know if either of you had something to talk about nope. for them, but I just wanted yeah, to ask other, that other than this being kind of a preview of Infinity War, you know how they set up all the Phase Three movies in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's just like Tony worrying about everyone dying and him not dying. It's kind of exactly what happens, at least from his point mm-hmm. of view, yeah. in Infinity War. Yeah, so that's true. Poor Tony. Well, let's move on to another setup for a movie in the third phase of the MCU. Thor and Dr. Selvig talking. Mm-hmm. And this horrible scene that was forced into right. the movie, basically. Um, did you, did, I'm assuming you both heard that, right? About the, about the scene? The deleted scene? Or the, the uh, Well, basically, yeah. The one with Loki? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. So mm-hmm. if either of you are better at explaining it than, than I am, because I don't remember it that well, go for it. No, well, I mean, what I remember, like, I watched it, a little peek behind the court, c- curtain for everybody. It's been a couple weeks since we recorded part one. <laughs> and I if watched, you haven't noticed. <laughs> I watched the deleted scene, like, after we recorded last episode. But I didn't take detailed notes. So what I remember is um, him being possessed by the Norns and going back into the the dream sequence with Heimdall and Loki's there 
and just saying that uh, he's going to bring on Ragnarok because of the Infinity Stones are coming together. And then we see pretty much what we see in the movie, the four Infinity Stones in a golden space fist. A golden space fist. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, that's all. It was a cool cool scene acting-wise because uh-huh. uh, Hemsworth really got into it. But is it's just shoe in preview of the next right couple yeah movies. it's just it was not necessary mm-hmm. yeah yeah and and so from like the actual like directing and stuff that's like one of the reasons Joss Whedon left like working on these movies right because he because he wanted to cut the entire thing mm-hmm. but Disney said or at least someone else said no you need to kind of push this anyway. And so I think they, they butted heads a lot on that. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, this was a scene. He, well, actually I think he wanted the scene to be longer. I think he wanted the longer scene in it. Um, I'm trying to remember because he, he filmed more than they wanted and they wanted to cut it down and cut it down and cut it down. Oh, really? Yeah. That seems silly. I always thought it was the complete opposite. Huh. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Alicia, what are the Norns? Like, I know they're from Nordic mythology. Norse the mythology. Norns, um, generally, I believe they deal with, they're like uh, the uh, Greek and Romans' fates. Oh, okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh, I mean, the way they talked in the deleted scene. Yeah. Yeah, in the deleted scene... Yeah, they're, uh, got, the technical um, definition for it is uh, they are female be- beings who rule the destiny of gods and men. So yeah, they're basically the fates. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Um, according to an interview with Wheaton, the scene was really shot and written but didn't play well for test audiences. And he, yeah, he wanted it in. He feels like that Ooh. they um, they kind of uh, threw it out um, prematurely because people saw it without the special effects and thought it was stupid. And he <laughs> he, <laughs> he also complained that um, they made him cut out Loki because the producers thought audience were too stupid because they thought if they didn't see the other Thor movies or the um, previous Avengers movies, they wouldn't know who Loki was and they confused everybody. They're stupid. Huh. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Um. It says the dreams were not the executive executives' favorites either. Whedon said the dreams and the farmhouse; those were the things I fought to keep. So he won on the farmhouse, but not on dreams, mm-hmm. or not on that dream. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So Tony, mm-hmm. now that you've seen this, do you agree? Do you think it was like the movie itself was better with that scene, with the deleted scene, or I or think. No? If you're going to have this part with Selvig and with Thor going away to go on this vision quest, have the whole vision quest. Right. Don't just have a little part of it. It's mm-hmm. you should do all or nothing, not cut out like. Don't do it half. Eighty-five percent of it. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I every time I watch the movie, I forget how bad that part of it turned out mm-hmm. to be. Like it was really kind of painful to watch, to be mm-hmm. honest like this most recent time it was it was bad yeah it's not my favorite scene and i would have liked i think i like the deleted scene better because it explains more this one's just kind of like 
half cocked and not good. Yeah, yeah. Like I was saying, either mm-hmm. the whole thing or have Thor playing with awkwardly with children at the Hawk House. Yeah, it didn't. <laughs> like I don't know that it added anything really for the movie. As it is, I mean, it, it's a, just a trailer sort of thing for one of the next movies, yeah. which, I'm sorry, it's not necessary. I mean, I like it for the only reason I like it is because it sets Thor up for what happens in Thor Ragnarok, well, which like, is a great movie. Yeah, I get that, but it's still, it's, it's just not. like, why did you need a trailer for the next movie in this movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean... He- also, I feel like... Oh, sorry. Go I was ahead, gonna Tony. say Thor needs like maybe there's different ways to do it, but Thor needs to know how dangerous or the importance of the Soul Stone in Vision's head later. You mean the Mind Stone? Mind Stone. Yes, because Soul Stone is on Formia. You're right. Mm-hmm. The Mind Stone in Vision's head later. So he needs to know about the importance. So one of the... go ahead. Al. That's true. Um, what one of the other things like about this scene is that you know at the end of what we'll end up talking about today. Um, Thor shows up and he's like, no, it's cool. We can trust this guy with the, the mind gem inside of his head. Mm-hmm. I had a vision about it. Um, we don't see anything about that in the vision that nope. we get. Uh, we, get we do nothing. actually, well, actually, we, see his we, eyes. we get a little, we, yeah, we, we see his eyes yeah. opening and, and his purpley face for like a fraction yeah, of a second, it like was half like a second or something like that. Stupid quick. Eh, yeah. Like that's not real. Like, that's one of those blinking you miss it type of things. It doesn't really explain it. Also, yeah. well, I should bring this up later, but I'm going to bring it up now because I won't remember later. Okay. Thor, before he electrocutes the box, never looks at Vision's body. He doesn't know those purpley eyes are his. Fair. Huh. Or purple face. Yeah, purple face. I thought the yeah. eyes were different. They're color. gold eyes. Okay. Whatever. You know what I mean. <laughs> The, he never knows that the vision is the vision in the box. Well, he does if we had a cut-down version of the vision that he had. If he had a full, more vision that he could understand, then he would have known. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe Thor has... Well, maybe Thor has x-ray vision, and he's able to see through the walls. All right, there are too many definitions for vision here. Let's cut it off. <laughs> All right. Now you throw an x-ray vision in there, it's not okay. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I kind of felt a little bit that, you know, in, in Thor Ragnarok, he ends up with too many powers. Like, he just gets them when he needs them. At some point, he was able to, like, have freeze breath, too, I think was a thing. What? Uh, but then they gave him too many powers. He's, and then he's they talking had to, about like, Superman. Give him kryptonite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, what in the world That's what is I was going leading. on? It's like I don't recall any of this. I, I know. <laughs> That's where I was originally leading with the X-ray vision, and I just could not put the joke okay, together. No, but I yep. really wanted got, to. Got there eventually. At least I figured it out before you said yep. kryptonite. I feel okay. Yep. That's good. That's good. <laughs> this is what happens when I want to make a joke, and damn it, it just ends up bad. Yep. Ugh. Yeah, that one kind of. That's true. We're at like crashed. what eighty some odd episodes. Yep. <laughs> All right, onwards. All right, let's stop talking about my shortcomings and move on to Wanda um, and... Fury and everyone. Wait, Fury and everyone? Are we talking about that too? Wait, what? Was... Oh, no, no. So let's go back to the Hawk House. I did this a little out of the order I that I that. wanted to do it. Okay. Um, so Fury and everyone else at the Hawk House mm-hmm. talking about stuff. So they're they're planning. They're trying to figure out, all right, what are the next moves? Yes. Um, 
So this was interesting. Um, you know, everyone is still demoralized, right? After previous, um, it's been what like a day since the the previous fight. Like we don't really get a sense of yeah how much time has gone. They by, they landed near dawn, and this is dusk. So I think they've been there the whole day. Oh, okay, all right. Sounds good. I I would feel um, like they're being really irresponsible. They're taking like a three day weekend in the middle of all this. So I'm assuming it's just been one day. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Um, I I like this because Fury shows up and he just kind of tells them, "Hey, walk it off. You're good. Now go do something awesome." That's that's basically it. Like he doesn't have to do much because he's Fury. Yep, accurate. And that seems to have worked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Fear. Uh, okay, we Fear don't have to pointless in this. Or, oh. At least in this scene, he <laughs> yeah. shows up with some Deus Ex Machina later, but which and it's probably this scene is only just for that, so they can kind of explain him showing up at the yeah. end of the movie. Is that yeah. what you're, you're going with? Okay. Yeah. So they they plan. What's their plan? To go to South Korea and then Stark's going to a fictional place in Sweden? Was it South Korea? Norway? I thought it was Africa or whatever. No, not Africa. Uh, I don't remember. No, I'm pretty sure. Stark? He goes to Oslo. Stark goes to Oslo. And then uh, everyone else is going through South Korea because uh, they know where... Um... Oh, that's right. For Helen Show. Thank you, Helen. I couldn't remember her name. Yeah, for Helen. <laughs> and yeah, that... Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. And they all kind of come to that conclusion on their own, basically, right? Like, he doesn't say any of that specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, so that was a short thing to talk yep. about. <laughs> uh, all right, so really quickly, let's just talk about Shush. start going to Oslo, since we were talking about that just now, and it was like a 30-second scene. Um, do either of you have anything to say about that? Because I really nope. have nothing. No, I think the point of... A single nexus on the internet defeats the purpose of the internet that is not centralized. Mm-hmm. I mean, there there are hubs, but nothing where all the internet information in the world goes through one place. Oh my god, cat! shut up. <laughs> that is exactly true. Alright, <laughs> um, with that, alright, let's move on to um, all the stuff that happens in Dr. Lee's office. Doc- or Helen? Show. Is Helen it Dr. Show. Lee's or Helen Cho. Cho. Helen Cho, why did I write down Good Dr. Question. Lee? Huh. I don't know. I got I got a response for that, but it's not it's not kind. <laughs> yeah, that was that was why I, I almost oh. said something too. Do you heard me? <laughs> Wait, what's the actress's name? Did I copy the wrong name from oh, IMDb? Because I'm really bad at names. Um here, let's find out. That might have been what happened. Age of Ultron, right? Yeah, this would not be the first time I've done that too, to be honest. Let me look, let me look. Uh, let me let me try and defend yeah, myself. Let, here let's see this. if you can. <laughs> this will be interesting. Hang on. All right, we need Helen Cho. Helen Cho. Helen Cho. Nope, you were you were screwed. <laughs> Claudia Claudia Kim. Uh, oh yeah. Oh God. Okay. Well, then I have no idea where that name came from. Whoops. Anyway. <laughs> um, so Helen Cho's office in South Korea. Um, and so let's start kind of, th- this was a little bit intermingled with earlier stuff because the scenes were going back and forth. But uh, uh, let's talk about Ultron first showing up and the twins are there too. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so Ultron just kind of shows up, takes over her mind. Yeah. Uh, using the scepter, which I thought was kind of cool. Because mm-hmm. that means yeah, he can use that. Yeah, I mean, in other movies, mm-hmm. people would forget that scepter had that power and just never bring it up again. But here they're actually using yeah. the power from the first movie. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. It's assuming people saw the previous movie with its main villain mm-hmm. weapon. Exactly. I mean, they've made references mm-hmm. to Loki, so it's almost like the executives think we're all idiots, and only some of us are. <laughs> that is very yeah. true. Um, do we think because of the Mind Stones um, giving Ultron sentience, does he know that Thanos is coming? Because he has that line, when the Earth starts to settle, God throws a stone at it. And believe me, he's winding up. Does he know that there's another invasion coming? Uh, huh. Good question. That's a good point. Do you? So, are you saying that he thinks Thanos is coming, and so as a result, he wants to get ready for Thanos to show up? Yeah, I think so. I think oh. he, in his mind, humanity is too weak. So he's going to make it all metal and that will fight Thanos better than the humans can. Which, since we know what happens, could be true. (laughs) I guess that's true, but at the same time, would Ultron be affected by it? I'm... Like, if... Like, I'm not... Well, his, his goal, his programming... As warped as it is now, is to protect the Earth. Not protect the human race, that's what Tony should have done. But protect the Earth. So Thanos could potentially destroy the Earth looking for a stone. Or two. Oh. Okay. Alright, that's a good point. So I never thought about this. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think he thinks Thanos is coming. Okay. Because I I can't think of any reason why. Like... He has access to the Mind Stone, sort of, mm-hmm. kind of. Not really. But that's it. Yeah, I mean, in the comics, the stones are connected. And the Mind Stone is at least sentient. So, but... So he knows at this point, Thanos might have one stone? Right? And he know, and the Mind Stone has I, been I, with Thanos before, so he knows Thanos' plans. Probably. If he can hear. That's... That's true. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure when he destroys Xandar because Guardians 2 takes place like six months after Guardians 1. So he might have one stone right Um, now. We're not sure. No, he destroys Xandar way later. Um, Thor has a line about that in uh, Infinity War. He says uh, uh, Thanos got the... Was it the power gem? Is yeah, the power gem. He, he gets that. He got that gem like two weeks ago when he okay. destroyed Xandar. Like he gave a time frame. All right. I guess I'll have to watch that movie a nineteenth time. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, during the scene, other stuff happens. Ultron basically gets a new body that starts being built mm-hmm. up, um, and. Uh, Scarlet Witch realizes, hey, she could finally look into Ultron's mind. That's a first. And yeah, she hey. does not like what Try she to sees. See what the secret she can get. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and this is the first time we, as the audience, realize exactly what Ultron wants to do. So, 
Good thing that doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, no. Now that I say that, this really is the first time we're realizing exactly what, what his plan what he's is going to do. I mean, we kind of saw a little bit about him taking over the nukes earlier, and Jarvis was the one stopping him. But that's about it, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this might put us on another tangent, but what? Okay. I mean, I don't know a lot about atomic weapons, but wouldn't the radiation kill a lot of life and not make it able to come back in yes. a way that an asteroid wouldn't? Yes. An asteroid isn't radioactive. Well, so, some are, but not all. Well, I mean, yeah. Well, how long? Like, how long would it take for life to come back? I mean, what if Ultron's like, yeah, I can wait a few hundred years, million years. Well, yeah, I mean, a dinosaur level event, it took mammals like five million years to get up to like around the world levels. But I mean, how long does radiation last? Because I've seen Fallout. It's not nice. (laughs) (laughs) I never played any of those games. Oh, they're good. I, I like them. I mean, oh, okay. in my opinion, there's too much to do. I've played 3, 4, and New Vegas and never finished the whole storyline because I get distracted way too easily. Yeah, but you it's and me like both. Sky, it's oh, same wow. people do All Skyrim. Right. Bethesda? Or if you ever play. Yeah, Bethesda. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've, I've, I've explored the worlds and it's not nice. The robots well, survive. you have to <laughs> like do it in an order. I discovered when I played Fallout Three, you have to go in a certain order for things. Otherwise, you pop into an area that's going to basically murder you. Oh yeah, I know. I've been stuck in the same like, building for like a year in Fallout Four. <laughs> I've stopped playing. <laughs> oh God, you're like a real shield. Yes, I'm a real shield. I I'm like stuck on the boat like Shield was. The real Shield was. <laughs> Yeah, eventually, <laughs> and probably like a month before Fallout 5 comes out in like four years or whatever, I might pop in the game and restart it and try to play it. But now I'm good with never <laughs> not playing it. <laughs> I have played the majority of the um, Elder Scrolls games. Oh, really? Even um, the old ones? And Skyrim. Uh, I, I haven't played the okay. first two. I only played th- uh, Morrowind. Well, I, I guess the most recent three, Morrowind. Um. Skyrim, Oblivion. Uh, yeah, Oblivion. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, so Skyrim is the only one whose main storyline I actually finished. Yeah, that's the one I'm like, closest to finishing. I've played all, I guess, three of the last generations and the generations. Also. Hmm. Right. And I played... I don't think I ever completed Morrowind, but I definitely completed Oblivion and Skyrim. So I learned recently that Morrowind is on the Xbox backwards compatibility list. So I just like bought the game for, I think it was like 10 bucks and started uh, playing it again. And oh boy, is that uh, a nice reminder of how much graphics have changed over the years. Oh but, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, if you just want to go and, and you know play and do stupid stuff for a couple of hours, that was fun. So anyway, back to talking about Ultron. <laughs> mm-hmm. um let's see so did, did either of you have anything else to talk about about ultron getting get a new body uh scarlet witch discovering that ultron wants to nuke the world no that's about it nope, nope. 
All right, so the the next scene basically is the the entire action scene of the Avengers taking taking the the body, basically Ultron's body. Um, so I didn't really break this down. We could just kind of talk about um, each individual section that happens here, however you, you two want to talk about it. Uh, mainly because we're really bad about talking about action scenes in a audio format. But um, yeah, yes. so let, let's anyway, let's just go ahead and start with. Um, uh, Scarlet Witch um, kind of realizing her moment and um, pulling uh, Dr. Cho out of the uh, control of the from that staff, which is actually is something that I don't think I noticed until this rewatch that she was the reason that uh, Dr. Cho got freed essentially from the, the mind control. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she which was. Which is, you know. The real turning point, I think, um, this is the first time, I mean, it's the only, first heroic thing Wanda does ever in her life, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I, she... I haven't seen her whole life, but in, like, the first, like, hour I've known her, she's been pretty mean. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty revenge-fueled. Yeah. 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 But she doesn't want to kill Stark in, uh, and the rest of humanity. So she's not a super bad guy. Yeah. She just wanted to kill Stark. <laughs> she's only moderately bad. <laughs> right. So once that happens, um, Ultron uh, realizes really quickly um, what's going on. I, I This is something I looked for this time. And how did he immediately know that he was being double-crossed? Like, because I, I saw no sides. Did either of you see anything? No, I mean... No, I, I didn't. Yeah. I think if Cho was still mind-controlled and she stopped it for any reason, he would have had the same reaction, assumed that everyone betrayed him. Maybe... Huh. I mean, Stark's paranoid, and he's based on Stark, you know, his mm-hmm. brain yeah, patterns, I yeah. guess. So I guess they're both paranoid. Accurate. Yeah, because she, I mean, when she stopped it, like, what was really cool was she didn't even skip a beat, uh, Dr. Cho. Like, she, her her mind was free, and she was like, oh, cool. Hey, I'm going to go and, like, do this thing because the Avengers are on their way. We're going to need to save you. We're going to need to get you out. Like, she had a good reason and everything. Like, nothing I don't think was really out of place. So it's, it's just weird to me. It seems like uh, probably exactly what you said, Tony, like, one thing happened that he didn't want, and so he uh, he just mm-hmm. started killing people. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So yeah, so um, they get in the truck, and I realize right now that they just sent the three weakest Avengers to take on the strongest um version of Ultron. <laughs> <laughs> the strongest, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. I mean, Hawkeye and um, Scarlet Witch, or not Scarlet Witch, um, Scarlet Johansson is what I was thinking about. Uh, Black Widow <laughs> is um, our regular people, and Cap is like a regular person plus two. I mean, <laughs> he's got a shield, but as Hawkeye says, he's no match for him. Well, he's super soldier. Plus, he's he's okay. got plus a little three. more than just the shield. <laughs> I was counting plus two as his uh, super soldieriness. But he's like, 
the best a human can be, which is super freaking awesome, and I love Captain America, but not to take on a flying robot and his minions of himself. I okay, I <laughs> oh, I'm gotcha. gonna actually disagree with you on that one, Tony. Okay, just because, um, uh, so you know how in role playing games, right? You've been playing a lot of D and D recently, and yes, I, I don't know about other stuff. Yeah, so you know, as you level up, you keep leveling. It's not a mm-hmm. video game where you once you reach max level, you're done. He's not like um uh Sean Connery or anything. Have either of you ever seen that <laughs> that image, that meme? No, I have not. It's a picture of Sean Con- Oh, it's a picture of Sean Connery like in his 30s and a picture of Sean Connery like now and it says once you hit max level, you stop leveling. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that with like Patrick Stewart and other people, but yeah. uh, anyway. So Patrick Stewart never stops leveling. That man just gets better in time. That's true. I'll give you that. He he looks better now than he did probably twenty years ago. I'm sure. Um, anyway, so mm-hmm. so like Cap like had all of that World War II stuff like literally in a war zone, and then mm-hmm. then he had all the stuff that like whatever shield missions he's been going on. So he keeps leveling, and I know some other stuff happens between now and Infinity War, but aside from Thor, who shows up with literally a weapon to kill Thanos. Uh, Cap was the only one to actually do damage. Okay, that's not true. He was one of the two people to only really do some damage to to Thanos. Um, well, he Iron stopped Man, Thanos. He didn't. Yeah, he Stark didn't do two. damage. I mean, only two people drew blood. Stark drew a drop, and Thor, <laughs> like a gallon, but he didn't go for the head. <laughs> Nearly <laughs> killed him. Uh, wait, Cap didn't draw any blood. I could. I thought no, he did. He he made oh. he nope. stopped the glove. Cause, oh, that's but right. He like he he stopped Thanos for like four seconds, which is way better than anybody else. Well, except for Wanda, way better than anybody else <laughs> on their own. But oh. yeah, he didn't draw blood. I mean, wait okay. till Infinity War two, aka Avengers four, aka what the hell are we gonna call this movie? Um, uh, God, I don't right. know that name. <sighs> mm-hmm. Um, so just a tangent i keep hearing people like theorize it's going to be called endgame i really hope it's not called endgame because i no, want a cooler it's not name endgame. than that it's not endgame. Right. well if assuming the russo brothers aren't lying which they could be they said the word the title of the movie was never said in infinity war yeah and they said oh, that's good and, i mean um strange said that this is the end game now or we're in the end game now or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. so Assuming they're uh-huh. not lying, the mo- that is not Endgame. Oh, good. All right, I'm I'm happier now. All right. Yeah. So, so Steve this. fights him <laughs> on top of a truck, which is cool. Uh huh. Uh huh. Right. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Shush. Thanks, Harley. Um. Yeah, and and he does, and they do, <laughs> and. Then, I I have nothing really to say until we get that cool train scene. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. The only thing I thought was cool was Natasha picking up the shield and tossing it back, but that's about it. Yeah, I do have that pop vinyl. They have <laughs> Natasha on a um motorcycle. motorcycle with with cap shield. Oh, that's cool. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. I li- wait, wait. N- Natasha was on. No, uh, Cap was on the motorcycle. N- nope. Not no, not in this no, movie. No. Remember the she toy. dropped. She, he drops the she, shield because Ultron knocks it away also, and she gets they it. They also 
They also have a motorcycle from the first Avenger with Cap on it. They also made that pop vinyl, which I don't own. <laughs> no, I'm just making a bad reference. So back when the movie came out, you know how like they always make toys for the movies and stuff? Mm-hmm. Um, they they released the toy. It The toy wasn't Natasha on the motorcycle for some stupid reason. It was, I think it was Cap. That's why I was going with that. But... Well, Cap does use a motorcycle at the beginning of the movie, to be fair. Yeah, yeah but it was like the toy like with the motorcycle coming out of... Oh, of, of the, the helicopter. Was it the Quinjet? Yeah. Or oh, helicopter. the Quinjet, not the helicopter. Yeah, That'd be way yeah. too huge. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anyway, um, it was just being stupid, but yeah. I do like that electric motorcycle. Yeah, it looked cool. That was yeah. the was that the, the that was a Harley, right? Because the um, like I think around the time Harley made like this concept vehicle that was like electric, and and I I think it was supposed to be that that they made it mm-hmm. specifically working with for uh, with them for the movie. Yeah, I'm looking it up, but yeah, I like the. The design of it, especially if it is a concept, yeah, it's a Harley Davidson. Okay. Um, but I really like the sound of it. I mean, Harley has an amazing, you know, motor sound, the regular ones, but I like the almost Star Wars-y sound effect of it driving through traffic. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I can't go through an episode without saying Star Wars, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got aware. that in there. Checked it off my list. <laughs> oh, good. We're almost at the end here. Ugh. <laughs> um I, I this messes with me every time i watch this scene and there's like this this fraction of a scene when uh hawkeye is giving natasha some directions on like where to go and so <laughs> it, it it messes with me because it's not what i assume but them two working together it's probably like this is exactly how they work and so he he says make a hard right and then he pauses for a bit and then he says now and so she mm-hmm. goes so, like, to me, if he says make a hard right, I'm like, oh, I guess I'll do that now. But yeah, um, but it, it kind of goes back to, like, they're, they're a team. They know what they mean when they're saying things, especially in, like, a combat scenario. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Like, does it get you two, like, the both of you? or is it, just- no, it bugs me more that he says, now, that's way too short. Your motorcycle <laughs> will be skidding into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, well, I know this is a super electric motorcycle, but come on. <laughs> I was assuming that was like the he because he, you know, has hawks for eyes. He's able to see. <laughs> he's able I'm sorry. To see. He shoots hawks from his <laughs> eyes. Do it correctly. <laughs> sorry. So be, what happens is he shoots the hawks, the hawks from his eyes, mm-hmm. and then they bounce off of the surface of whatever he's looking at and then they come back to his eyes and tell him exactly it, what's it's, going it's called, it's called hako location you don't have to explain it okay. everybody knows okay all right all right i'm sorry i just we haven't talked about that at all i just wanted to be certain we were all on the same page well have anyway, you seen the movie uh, you've seen the hawks shooting out of his eyes come on <laughs> um so anyway no i i was actually assuming that when he says that it he he because like back to the whole them being a team and stuff like he knows the perfect time for when she would turn for yeah. her specifically okay fair fair yeah. all right yeah. um yeah. yeah and then that's pretty much it as far as this fight scene so let's jump to the train stuff that you both wanted to talk about cuz the train scene is yeah. awesome i feel uh like um 
Quicksilver running through and Wanda stopping the train is just like uh, Marvel's screw you to Sony and the Spider-Man 2 scene. It's like, we could do this way better. <laughs> I like the Spider-Man 2 scene better. Oh, I love the Spider-Man 2 scene, but not better than this. <laughs> okay, really quickly. What Spider-Man 2? Oh, uh, sorry. Okay, I wasn't thinking that Spider-Man. I was thinking the Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. No, no, one, no one thinks about the Amazing Spider-Man now. Stop. I liked those two. All right. Did you? I did. I never saw them. You know what? I enjoyed the first one. I need to rewatch the second one because I came out pretty ambivalent. I think okay. the hatred has deepened in me since <laughs> then. That's that's fair. I definitely like the first one more than the second. It, eh, but uh, I, I, I understand that. Yeah. I did like seeing Spider Man wear a firefighter's outfit. So just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah, he looked really good in it. I was Amazing Spider-Man 2 is on my list of potential Christmas movies we can cover. Because once we finish Deadpool 2, we need another guy in a red suit. Oh, goodness. So, <laughs> I think that's pretty much the the bar you have to get over <laughs> to be a Christmas movie. That, Daredevil, the Ben Affleck version, obviously. I kind of want to do that one. Spider-Man 3. To be honest, I kind of want to do that. I'm not watching uh, Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3, I, I think I've only watched it once. When I it have came not, out. and I'm staying away from it. I saw it twice in 24 hours when it came out. And regretted oh, it? I, I, uh, yeah. Um, I had a friend who I was planning to go see it that evening, and then I had another friend who called me, oh, I've got tickets to a midnight showing. You want to come see it with me? So I saw it at midnight, was, did not enjoy it, but I didn't want to bail on my friend or be like, this sucks, let's not see it. So we saw it again. <laughs> or I saw it again. Anyway, we'll cover that in like six years when we run out of uh, superhero movies in red suits. <laughs> Until then, listeners, you can send us messages on Twitter or something and tell us what other holiday movies you want us to cover for those one-off episodes. Holiday superhero movies. Uh-huh. That's true. Specifically superhero movies. Preferably Marvel, but eh, I don't know. Oh, we could do Elektra. Yeah, we could. I, that's a movie that I did not enjoy at all. I don't recall yeah, if I saw that. Yeah. I did. I, I remember I watched it. I was already half asleep. I think I stopped, went to sleep, and then I woke up and watched the rest of it. I, eh, yeah. Anyway. Oh, okay. Moving on. <laughs> Some train scene. Uh-huh. <laughs> we got some teamwork going on. This is cool. Um, I thought it was interesting that, like, um, you know, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver, this is their... I, I think this is their first time doing anything like this, and they pull it off so well. Yeah. I mean, uh, Quicksilver's a little wiped out. But that's uh-huh. fair. He doesn't yeah. have super strength. So it's really tiring moving all those people. <laughs> he, he's yeah. at it for a while, yeah. Um. Yeah, we also I don't know if we skipped over it or it just hasn't happened yet about um Ultron taking uh Scarlet Johan. Why do I keep doing that? <laughs> taking Black Widow. Uh, um, we, I don't know that we, we really hit yeah, it yet. No, nah, yeah, I mean it's we, we it, can they hit keep it going now. back and forth in what happens, but yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, I have a problem with the only female Avenger because. Scarlet Witch is not Avenger yet. Being kidnapped. <laughs> Couldn't Hawkeye be the damsel in distress? He's on, flying people. the plane. 
So yeah, it, it was definitely one of those like no, I, I guess you're right, but like it, to be fair, I think it's one of those this makes sense things. Like I'm just trying to think of something to to defend this, um, because all right, Hawkeye is probably the best to be flying the plane because mm-hmm. he shoots hawks out of his eyes. Yeah, uh, and yeah. then then you've got Cap on the train because he's probably the only one who'll be able to like drum up a inspiring speech to convince the twins to to join the good side. Mm-hmm. And then that just leaves Natasha. Okay. And that's the only thing I can think of to defend it. But eh, yeah, that's true. You're right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't think anyone needs to be kidnapped. I mean, they're going to go after Ultron anyway. They're not just like, oh, he has none of our guys. Let's all stay here. <laughs> that's that's true. Don't don't they find out where he is because of Natasha? Yes. Ye- yes, but they... um. Like, if you're writing the story, you can make it happen anyway. Once Sokovia starts flying, I think that's a huge hint <laughs> that something's going down over there. Just saying. Ultron okay, was waiting for true, them anyway. Right. Also, the twins knew where his base was. Yes, that's true, too. They, they were there. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, no one really needed to be... Eh. Yep. Yeah. I mean, the only story reason is it gives Ultron someone to talk to. Um, and have because that cool Ult- scene where he kills himself. N- no, I do not like Puffy Ultron. I like the <laughs> second Ultron. <laughs> All right, but we're not we're not really there yet, or we just skipped over it and we don't have to go there again. <laughs> okay. Okay. Onwards. Yep. Yeah. Uh, do either of you have anything else from this action scene, or do no. you want to go back to the train stuff? I wasn't sure. No. No, I think, I think we're good. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, so, um, well, in the next scene... Oh, I forgot that this happened during this part. For some reason, I thought this scene uh, happens during the, the final third of the movie, but uh, I guess I wrote down wrongly in my notes, or just remembered my notes wrong. <laughs> this is a scene where Ultron is talking to uh, Black Widow, his new prisoner. Uh, and then he really has quite the flair for dramatics and kills one of himself. Mm-hmm. Which was interesting. So, Tony, you don't like Puffy? I don't Ultron? like Puffy Ultron. I think it. I just. Uh, it's like he. I mean, Tony says it later. Like you've been working out. There's no reason to have a bigger Ultron, and I think the the Ultron that he just was, the one he just destroyed. It, I mean, I think it looks cooler. Maybe I just like the more life design, and it might be a thing of taste. But yeah. I just like, I like, was it Ultron 2? <laughs> Not Ultron 3. <laughs> but but he needs a clear distinction of which is main Ultron and which are the lackey Ultrons. Well, the lackey so Ultrons he... look completely different than Ultron 2 or 3. They've got yeah, more but like now there's a little bit, but there's a little bit of confusion on like, well, which one's the real main Ultron. Like, you could argue that, All of you know, are. Ultron body version 2, version 3 are like sergeants or something, and then the now the actual oh. biggest one is, but... No, I, but... I was saying they didn't need a new Ultron. Not that they oh, okay. shouldn't have destroyed this second Ultron. Which you're... Actually, they shouldn't have destroyed the second Ultron <laughs> for, if it's, like, logical. Because there's no reason for him to destroy one of his own. But... So... 
Uh, so talking about what you're saying and actually kind of going back to what we glossed over on, on what you said, Alicia, um, you know, you said that all of them are Ultron, right? And yes. That's true. But like we, we kind of talked about this last week. Ultron is, is just a crazy robot. What you said, Tony, about him being doing the logical thing, like he's not doing the logical thing. Yeah. So far, very little of what he's done has been the logical thing. Like, he thought Dr. Cho was still helping him, and he decided to start killing people anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, like he's he definitely has a flair for the dramatics, especially in, from that scene. Like, I, I really think a lot of this stuff is just to remind us how crazy this robot person is. Or how, how Stark-like he is. Yeah, okay, there's that too. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I just don't like the design, but that's just personal taste. Okay, that's fair. Okay. On to the tower? Yeah, so let's get to the, the final scene that we'll end up talking about tonight. Um, we get the reveal that Jarvis is alive! So- Yay! Yay! I mean, I guess from what Tony said, he was destroyed. Like, they broke him up into pieces, but he had, like, the base protocols to stop nukes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a pretty good base um base protocol that Tony designed into him. Right? Yeah. Yeah, if all else fails, don't let anyone shoot a nuke. Yeah. When, whenever I'm doing any software work, you know, at work or in my free time, um, I always copy-paste over the same code, you know, just mm-hmm. to, to have the, the stop evil alien robots from um, taking over nukes. You, you got to mm-hmm. have that in like all software. Well, yeah, but to be fair, Ultron's an Earth robot. So well, the body's a robot. I still argue. I, I still it's think the that the AI Ultron is uh, conscious, alien. though. Sort of conscious. Yeah. Yeah, but the I mean, the whole he was built on Earth. He's an Earthling. But he descended <laughs> from the Mind Stone, which isn't. He, I. He's a copy. He's like they copied the um. Like the basic plans. Mm, I'm not sure they did. But no, they did not. It's not until no. Vision. No, remember they they said that all they did during those three days was just try to connect to the stone, the AI inside of there. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, Vision, however, is definitely a combination of like the the AIs and the personalities. They even bring yeah. that up in Infinity War. Ultron, yeah, there's probably some combination, but way less. Mm-hmm. And the reason Vision is okay. combination of the Mind Stone and other things is because Tony convinces Bruce to put Jarvis into the body. Yeah, that Ultron had. Come on, man, we're mad scientists. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right? Well, wait. Well, where where does the banner part come from then? He was in the like, lab. What, what does Banner do to? So that's how they take his consciousness. Yeah, Banner like, like does, has the uh, the the more uh, uh, not the the engineering side. He has the more uh, sorry medical side of things. Even though he's not that kind of doctor, um, and he's the he Tony needed his help in order to get Jarvis into and get the body re-upped from what Helen chose device did. He needed that power. No, but I'm. But but I'm asking, like, at what point did they do this? Like, when did they, like, did they just have a file of Banner's consciousness lying around? No, 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 took, no, no, like, I'm not saying, I'm not ago. saying they used Banner. Mm-hmm. Tony convinces Banner to help him in putting Jarvis into the body. 
Oh no! So in Infinity War, Banner says that Ultron has his consciousness. It's a mix of things, and part of it is Banner and Stark. I think it's just. So when does that happen? Memories based off of what he stole from Jarvis, the video recordings. Hmm. So uh, next thing we get is basically a preview to the next uh, <laughs> uh, big Avengers type of movie, uh, Civil War, <laughs> and yep. that kind of mm-hmm. breaks out. Uh, Steve and uh, Stark start fighting about everything because they find out what's going on. They're trying to resurrect this body and trying to, you know, do attempt number right, two. And Tony tries to um, argue against Steve and Quicksilver decides to jump in and say, well, yeah, that's not happening. Which yeah, plugs unplugs everything. everything. And then he hears a noise and he sees a bullet fly past his face and he crashes down. Yeah, this is a little, <laughs> little bit of foreshadowing because we find out that he is not faster than a speeding well, bullet. Well, he is. He just wasn't <laughs> prepared for it, I think. I don't well, know yeah. if he is. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's super speedy, but his reflexes aren't. Like, his brain isn't super fast. I think this is actually a problem the Flash ran into in the first season of the TV show. He wasn't thinking as fast as he can move. Because, um, spoiler alert, uh, bullets do catch up to him later, um, to Quicksilver. <laughs> it's not awesome. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Flash. I was like, huh, all right. <laughs> I'm... I'm not caught up on the Flash, but I I think he hasn't been shot to death. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that would end the TV show. <laughs> you don't know, there's well, a lot of time like, travel on there. <laughs> there's also like four good guy speedsters. Like they can just yeah. call someone else the Flash. Like, it actually, and that would bring me back to watching the show. <laughs> yeah, it's actually getting on my nerves how many speedsters there are. We need to diversify powers, but this is <laughs> not the Flash rewind. I would not make it through the Flash Rewind. <laughs> I'm not going... I'm watching the shows, hey. but I'm not going back and watching them again. Stop that. <laughs> All right. So... Sorry, stop. I won't bring not up the Flash Rewind, The My dogs are going after the cat. <laughs> um, okay. I need to defend um, Stark here. Um from okay. Cap's eyes, he's like, yeah, it's the exact same thing with you. He's caught in Groundhog Day, et cetera, et cetera. But on Stark, mm-hmm. like, he's only done that once. Like, right? this time, he's using something he knows is better. He, like, well, like, there's... I was going to mm-hmm. say, I'm with you there, because he's made so many other things. He's made Dummy, You, Butterfingers, Jarvis, Friday, and a bunch of other AIs who have never turned out like this. And I think the only reason they did turn out like that is because he rushed into it when uh, when Scarlet Witch mind-dinged him. Yeah. Um, That's true. To be fair, you only have to create one murder bot for, it, for people not to trust you anymore. Which is stupid. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> that is true. But... Also, he didn't make Ultron. Like, everyone says he did, but no, all he did was um, bring Ultron to life. He gave uh, it a uh, consciousness in their world. The world. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and uh, Jarvis, already conscious in the world, basically. Like, yeah. I don't know. This could work. Mm-hmm. It's possible. It Jarvis... could work out horrendously, but thankfully it doesn't. Yeah, Jarvis is a better choice. But I completely understand why um, Cap's not totally, all right, guys, let's do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, totally. <laughs> Especially with the vibranium right. body. But mm-hmm. or adamantium. luckily, yeah, that decision gets taken yeah. out of all their hands because Thor jumps in and basically electrocutes the chamber. 
Yeah, no one brings up that Thor is um is Vision's third right. father. <laughs> we all we talk they talk about Tony a lot. Sometimes Bruce comes in, nobody mentions Thor. <laughs> but Thor Frankenstein's him alive. That's true. Yeah. So going back to what you said earlier, Tony, about him just kind of showing up and not knowing any of this stuff. Like, so now we know that because of that, he has x-ray vision. But does this also mean he has super hearing because he was able to understand what was going on before he got into the room? Like, did he hear the arguing and what they were arguing about? No, I think Thor just burst in and was planning to electrocute everybody. It's just like, we're done! (laughs) (laughs) And luckily there was a vibranium conductor right below him, so he was okay. Or everyone was okay. (laughs) Okay, yeah, that works. And then he just played it off really cool. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly we get superhero landing number 27, Vision pretending to be a jack-in-the-box. Popping out of the box. <laughs> he was mint condition, but not anymore. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> so Vision shows up, and everyone's like all quiet, and he's looking around. Yeah. And he's uh, like... Originally, there was a deleted scene where Thor and Vision fight for a little while. Oh, really? Yeah, you can see that on the Blu-ray, um, like all yep. previs and stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, them throwing oh. each other around. Oh, I'm so glad they didn't do that. Yeah, but, uh, it really uh, takes away from everyone wondering if he's good or bad if he starts fighting right away. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So he kind of does this whole like 30-second monologue of, um, oh, maybe I am a monster, blah, 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 all this and that. <clears throat> and I feel like he just summarized the entirety of Frankenstein in like 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is nice, because now I don't need to read the book. <laughs> I mean, he's lucky. <laughs> he's lucky that Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch didn't get tortures and pickforks right there, because they are mm-hmm. like Eastern European people who hunted Frankenstein the first time. That's so... true. And he's scared of fire. Fire bad. Vision? Okay. I believe Probably. you. Probably. I'm know. not going to question it. <laughs> he has a lot of other powers that, that just pop out of nowhere. Like cape yeah. building. He can exactly. just fabricate capes what whenever he wants. That is an awesome power. I wish I had that one. I mean, it's only a good power if you're a superhero. <laughs> Luckily, right? he is. So it works out. <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the... Um, Scene basically basically concludes when he when, hands Mjolnir to um, Thor. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, he's just like, holy crap! That is like the best scene, right? Because everybody because just stops in an and wait, audience. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, the Avengers and the audience have this exact same reaction. Um, one thing I like to do when I'm really bored, you can go online and look up reactions to TV shows and movies, and there'll be people watching them for the first time. Mm-hmm. I love watching that, and this is one of my go-to scenes when people freak out. Really? <laughs> yeah. My my favorite guilty pleasure, like, you know those things when you have really crappy days, and you need uh-huh. something to cheer you up? Uh-huh. I watched the the Luke, I Am Your Father scene, but children who've never seen it before. It's not Luke, I Am Your Father. No, it's no. Uh, no I, I am, am your father. father. Yes. Yeah. I I know exactly what it is, but everyone knows it as that scene. So <laughs> <laughs> I know my Star Wars. <laughs> you had to bring it up twice, Tony. Ugh. I know. <laughs> I did. It's it's true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's kind of a 
I, I really like the setup because earlier in the movie, they prove that Cap is maybe worthy, but Ultron definitely, definitely worthy. worthy. Sorry, not Ultron. Vision. Vision. We know you meant. <laughs> maybe like Ultron. Ultron? I'm Come on, not people. Sure. <laughs> we don't know if he's worthy or not. <laughs> yeah, probably true. not. I'm gonna go with probably not too. All right. <laughs> Anything else? Yeah. Um. Um. No. no. Yeah, that's it. That's all we've got. Yeah. So cool. This episode is only. Um, a little bit over an hour, so it was uh, shorter than last week, so that's kind of nice. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, like, it's almost two hours. I don't know what you're <laughs> oh, talking <okay>. about. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm sorry. I wasn't looking at the number. <laughs> uh, anyway, so with Fair. that, um, join us next week, everyone, uh, and we'll finish up talking about Avengers Age of Ultron. We'll Eventually. Uh, talk about from this scene to the end of the movie. End of the end credits scene. Yeah, end of the end credit scene that, spoiler alert, makes no sense in the context right. of this movie. All right. <laughs> All right. And as always, please remember to follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And please give us a rating on iTunes or your favorite podcast app, assuming you like this. Otherwise, silence is, uh, well, worthy. Silence is worthy. <laughs> I didn't kill somebody this time. <laughs> It's been a year. All right. All right. Uh, Please join us next time for Age of Ultron Part 3. Signing off. Have a marvelous day. Earth's mightiest heroes. Earth's mightiest heroes. Earth's mightiest heroes. Because Ultron Funk gon' give it to you. Because Ultron Funk gon' give it to you. Because Ultron Funk gon' give it to you. Avengers assemble the fire sound. It's the Age of Ultron. Such a pain in the neck. All the girls think I'm sexy. We say